1: Now we're here on In the Zone, many ways to find us, FM 96.9, AM 740. You can stream us on the iHeartRadio app. Access your Alexa by, by saying play 96.9, the game on iHeartRadio. So many great ways. No excuses out there. Scott Allen's going to join us right now, Washington Post sports columnist, joining us on the hotline to talk about his latest article titled Astros-Phillies showdown, the biggest World Series mismatch since 1906 that's a bold take scott what is it about the world series from 1906 that reminds you of what we have here
0: <laughs> it is bold i guess the, the facts at least in this case back it up um yeah after the phillies clinched i i to read that the 19 win disparity between the astros and phillies records during the regular season was the most uh since 1906 when The Chicago Cubs set a major league record with 116 wins during the regular season, and that was 23 more uh, than the Chicago White Sox, who they they faced in that series. And I guess since 1906, there's only been 10 times where the the difference between uh, the two teams' wins in the regular season was at least 14 games. So it seemed notable that it it was the greatest in more than 100 years and decided to look into it a little more.
1: How did that one play out and is this a cautionary tale for those that think the Astros are a lock in this series
0: It's definitely a cautionary tale for the Astros uh, the White Sox actually won in six games uh, nobody gave them a chance I mean from the odds makers to the sports writers who were who were previewing the series they basically said it was going to be a cinch for the Cubs well before they even know or well before they even knew whether they would face uh, the New York Highlanders. Oh. Or the White Sox in the World Series. Um, the Astros, though, they don't need to go back to 1906 to know that this isn't going to be a cakewalk. Uh, one of the last, time, in fact, the last time that two teams squared off where the where the win difference was 14 or greater was 2019, and that's the year the Nationals beat the Astros in seven games. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, were there a couple of other World Series mismatches that you that you saw that you dug through, you just mentioned one of them, but were there a couple of others that stood out to you just as a baseball fan? You know, it's it's always fun to reminisce about stuff like that.
0: Yeah, I mean, in terms of in addition to the Nationals beating, beating the Astros, the the other upset besides the the Sox over the Cubs in 1906 was uh, 1954 when when the Giants actually swept the Indians uh, in four games, despite, uh, winning 14 fewer during the regular season. In terms of more recent ones, the year before the Nationals and the Astros played, the, the Red Sox as heavy favorites beat the Dodgers. Um, and then I think people remember, uh, Padres fans will certainly remember back in 98 when underdog San Diego played, uh, the powerhouse Yankees and were swept in four games. So, more often than not, the the team that was dominant during the regular season has come out on top in the World Series. But there have been enough uh, instances, and especially with the regular season kind of being devalued in devalued in the wild card era, um, I don't think that the Phillies should be heavy underdogs heading into this
1: series. We're talking to Scott Allen, Washington Post sports columnist, joining us to uh, discuss his article about the Astros and Phillies and. The mismatch in terms of win totals—the biggest that we've seen since 1906. You talk about the the Cubs and the White Sox being the World Series matchup back then. Could you imagine how big of a deal that would be now? I'd, I can't even fathom a White Sox Cubs series. That that sounds awesome.
0: Yeah, the the city would go nuts. I mean, we we saw the Subway Series in New York, but uh, yeah, between North Side South Side Chicago, it would it would be incredible. Actually, going back just through the archives. Uh, for that. I was surprised. Um, White Sox fans were all about uh, the series. The games were sellouts. Um, There were reports that for some of the Cubs games, for whatever reason, despite the fact that they had set the the Major League record for wins, um, the fervor um, around the Cubs wasn't as great as it was around the White Sox, which is interesting to see. But I think today, uh that would be different the whole city would be going bonkers
1: yeah i wonder what changed there but let's look at the astros here they if they win the championship this year that'll be two titles since 2017 four al pennants yeah. for them is that dynastic type stuff or are we not quite there yet if they're able to win this world series
0: i think certainly it is i mean just to in a, a sport like baseball where you know the playoffs do have multiple rounds now to make the world series even four times in in 6 years is a really impressive accomplishment and to add a second title to that if they're able to do it this year yeah i think that that's absolutely a dynasty and you know it's it's going to be more uh fodder for for teams that look to how the astros did it right i mean in terms of an absolute teardown um i mean you can say, yeah, they, they cheated maybe <laughs> to, to do some of it. Maybe that's not a, a model to follow. But in terms of player development, um, it, it's kind of akin to what teams like the Orioles are trying to do to do now following that model where you can have sustained success and maybe put together a mini dynasty if you are willing to, to completely, um, stink for, four, five, six years, as the Astros did before
1: this. Yeah, and and it's interesting that you mentioned the cheating there, which is always part of the story when you talk about the Astros, even if a lot of those players have since been removed. But they continue to succeed, and it almost dials down the, um, I think, some of the angst from sports fans in terms of directing their – maybe I'm speaking out of turn here for those sports fans, but – that they don't necessarily hold it against the Astros quite as much because they've still been able to succeed yep. even after the fact. We saw a lot of steroid guys. I'm sure that if they stopped taking it, you know, they'd stop hitting home runs. There was a, a correlation there and it doesn't seem like it's as strong with the Astros. Your thoughts.
0: Yeah, I th- I think that's a great point. I think if if the Astros success was a blip, you know, for two or three years and it was right around this time of this cheating, yeah, they would be forever hated and despised. And for some fans, they're never going to let go of that uh, fact. It, it's it's fun to hate certain teams and people in sports, and they're going to despise the Astros and call them the asterisks uh, for as long as they live. But the fact that it is, you know, as you said, a lot of those players and the manager is gone. Um, a lot of people in place when the cheating scandal uh, was happening are gone um and yet they continue to win which which speaks to the the player development that they've been able to put in place and it's clear that you know they're they're successful uh for more reasons than than whenever they were cheating they continue to be successful after the fact um and yeah just from talking to nationals fans who um have seen so many former players on all sorts of teams in these playoffs the question of you know whether rooting are you rooting for uh, the Astros or the Phillies in this series? Um, a, a big reason a lot of them are saying they're rooting for the Astros is because of Dusty Baker, um, mm-hmm. who obviously wasn't there for the cheating. Um, a lot of people would love to see him get his first ring.
1: So you had mentioned that you don't think the Phillies should be supreme underdogs in this matchup. I'm looking at FanDuel mm-hmm. Sportsbook right now. They're plus one sixty five to win the series. The Astros minus one ninety. So is pretty heavily in the favor of Houston. Do you give the Phillies a really good shot in this matchup?
0: I, I give them a shot. I, I think it goes seven games. I think, you know, throwing out the regular season records, I think the Phillies are, in in many ways, they kind of resemble the 2019 Nationals. They're, they're built for October. They've got two um, dominant starters in Aaron Nola and Zach Wheeler, just like the Nats did with with Strasburg and, and Max Scherzer, um, you know, they've guys. They've got guys in the lineup who are hitting well. They've got probably the best player on the field uh, in Bryce Harper. Um, you know, Jordan Alvarez probably has something to say about that. But they've got a lineup that's hitting um, those top two starters. Um, not that the <laughs> Astros pitching is bad, uh, but I think Wheeler and Nola give them a chance. And, you know, if they're able to steal um, – a, a win in Game Three or Game Four, uh, I, I think it could go the distance, and and they've got a shot.
1: So you uh, you you know Nationals fans and players, and you know you're in the area, of course. What's the support been like for Bryce Harper as he finds his way towards his first World Series appearance?
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm actually working on a story for Friday about uh, about just that, and you know talking to a bunch of people the last few days. I really think the the Nationals winning the World Series in 2019 really kind of changed things, whereas people were resentful of Harper going to the Phillies, going within the division, even though they realized that the offer from the Nationals was was not um, up to par with what Philadelphia was offering. Uh, people really resented him for that first year at least. And then it was like, okay, the Nationals got their ring. The hate starts to wane a little bit. And I think any – uh, reservations for most national fans about rooting for harper to get a ring is that you're, you're kind of rooting for philadelphia to do so and you know national fans are kind of scarred by a lot of philadelphia fans coming to rfk stadium and, and nationals park in the early years of, of the franchise uh, when the national stunk and the phillies were competing for world series or it was basically citizens bank south so some of those memories are, will give people some pause about about rooting for Harper to get a ring, but a lot of the people I talk to will be happy to see him do it uh, now that the Nationals have one without him.
1: Scott Allen, you can find his Astros-Phillies mismatch article at WashingtonPost.com, an incredible read, really entertaining stuff. Nice throwback there to 1906. <laughs> Love digging back into baseball history. Thanks so much, Scott. I appreciate the time.
0: Hey, thank you. Anytime.
1: Coming up next, we've got your weekly in-state betting preview in the world of football. We've got lines and leans for you next.